0: What is the concept? Who is the cast? Where do we start? How do we leave? Where do we go? How do we lose? And where do we end up? With just these seven questions in mind, I, Aloney, and my friend Matt, will create a story as fast as we can. Enjoy the mess. Try not to cancel us. We're good boys. (laughs)
1: goodest of the good
0: all right intro music plays and we're here yes goodest of the good so welcome to the show matt
1: thank you for having me
0: scott's not here but you're a true writer i'll I'll probably try to cut some in of you talking about your DD story for 15 minutes
1: (laughs) yeah i honestly if you tried to show it to like your audience everyone's like the fuck are you talking about what i like about D is like you could say some shit that makes zero sense but it makes sense to everyone in your group but anyone that plays D is like yeah that's dope
0: it's only good in the moment which is why i have a DD show d and me and it fucking is weird and i don't know if it works
1: what you have a DD show yeah
0: you should check that
1: out guys
0: find out more about that halfway through oh yeah yeah check it out definitely gonna Knock your socks off. It's almost done. Like, the podcast version. It's coming out soon. By the way, I had to... I I, I figured out how to fucking edit with robots, dude. And it's getting... I've learned so many processes for robot auto-editing, as I call it. Or as everybody calls it. it. But it basically... I figured out how to do it with audio first. Then I figured out how to do it with audio attached to video. And now, I figured out how to do it with video instantly. So it takes me like an hour to set it up. But once it's done, it basically edits all the silence out for me so that I could do the real editing, which is listening to the fucking thing and deleting every time I'm stupid. That one problem is I have to listen to the whole thing, which is annoying because I hate my own. I hate hate listening to it so much. I have to spend like two hours
1: just listening. You're like John Malkovich. John Malkovich hates hearing his own voice.
0: Yeah, I don't hate my own voice. I used to love it. But I got to say, pretty good cure for that is to listen to yourself every day for a year straight.
1: Then just get used to it. Yeah,
0: when I'm streaming, I hear myself echo into my head. Like, I have to play back my audio because I'm so paranoid about the stream not working or my audio being muted that I'm the craziest streamer ever where I literally have an echo, a 40-second echo of my own voice in my head at all times. It's weird. Wowza. Yeah, I'm a weird guy. I do weird stuff. I'm a quirky gamer boy.
1: Oh, I'm a quirky gamer boy, too.
0: Yeah. All right, then. Well, so this is a show. It's called Seven Questions. Scott and I, every week, when, well, every week it comes out. We record, like, once a month. Maybe. More like once every three months now. But basically, the premise is, is I ask you some questions. We, together, answer these questions. And as a result of answering these questions, we find more questions, which we then answer. And eventually, in, like, an hour or two, depending... Scott and I sometimes go like three fucking hours because there'll just be long periods of silence where Scott won't make a decision. And I have to just sit there and be like, uh, or I'll just talk over him. <laughs> but here we go. Are you ready? First question yes. is, what is the concept? So here's my question for you. Is there a movie you ever wanted to see or you ever wanted to make? A story you always wanted to see on film? Anything. Anything that comes to mind immediately when you think that
1: movie or something that I've always or wanted to something see. you've um, always
0: wanted adapted. Cause Scott and I used to do a lot of video game adaptions too.
1: See, I, I already had an idea and <laughs> I was going to say dark souls, but then the second I said dark, I thought dark souls and you said something in adaptation. I was like, I would like to see a better adaptation of the berserk series. Shout out to uh, Kentaro Miura, at rest in peace. Interesting. Maybe live action, maybe anime. Ooh, just like like a combo dark fantasy. Yeah. yeah, like a like a
0: Dark Souls Berserk inspired story. Yes, and not just like a like the uh, just doing those because Dark Souls is confusing and Berserk is long. Also, Berserk already yes. exists because it's and unfinished. Sadly, <laughs> yeah,
1: I know that sucks so bad. As much as I love Berserk and stuff like that, I've never really read the manga, and I'm. Honestly, considering starting to buy the volumes now, so I can get into it and like actually like understand it more.
0: Didn't he have like a final thing he never
1: put out? He knew where he was going to take the story, as far as I know. But obviously, like he never got to it because like mm. he suddenly passed away. So I don't know. But another reason like he would take such long hiatuses is because he dedicated so much time to his manga to like his yeah he was obsessive uh, about the you know, his drawing project. yeah. That he, like, never had a personal life. And that's why he would take such long... Yeah, Yeah,
0: he's famous for, like, taking, like, weeks on a single panel. Because the art in Berserk, it's, like, fucking the greatest art ever made. Like, he's, like... It is the most beautiful thing ever created. And it's insane that he fucking died before he could finish it. That's gonna happen with One Piece. I know. I just know it. One Piece, dude's gonna die
1: before. (laughs) You're like, Odo's gonna fucking choke.
0: (laughs) I gotta be honest, that's the best way to end that shit. Because fucking One Piece is this? there is no story. It's just people fucking hanging out for fucking a million episodes, and they never find fucking... They haven't even tried to find the goddamn treasure. It really doesn't matter. The treasure is so fucking stupid. It's just one place. This pirate, he stole all the treasure ever. He's the best pirate ever. So he just fucking hid it all in one place. And you have to find it. That's the plot. And there's no clues the or anything.
1: Time, they just fucking, the last time I talked with David... Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, I remember David. The yeah. last time I talked with David, who is a huge One Piece fan. I mean, like owns no, every I volume know. that's available yeah. right now. It's fucking crazy. He told me, this is a spoiler by the way. Feel free to edit this out. But okay. apparently there was like a rumor he told me that like they're going to like retcon Luffy's fruit and that it isn't actually like the like the Gum-Gum fruit. It's actually like a completely different type of like god tier fruit or something like that.
0: That's stupid. That's so stupid. Something along those lines. They better not do that.
1: Like, he told me that there was a bunch of memes circling the internet where it's like, he took a bite of gum gum, and that's like, so that was a fucking lie.
0: Yeah. It's such a fucking weird concept. He's just rubber. He's rubber man. I do love the idea, The, the, the beginning of that show is so good, and then the rest of it, I just fucking drop off every single time I try to watch it. The first, like, 20 episodes of One Piece are fucking awesome, and then you can feel the moment where they were like, oh, i just stretch this forever. Like, there's a moment when it just stops being a story and it just becomes stretchy bullshit, which is what he is. He's stretchy. He's a stretch man. Mm. But there's a moment, like, when he finally gets the first, like, four members of his crew, that's it. And then there's, like, two more characters mm. he finds later and then a bunch of nonsense for fucking hundreds of episodes. The fact that Adult Swim skipped 300 episodes and it didn't feel like anything was different blew my fucking mind. <laughs> Adult Swim like, yeah, right. lost the rights after they were streaming it a bunch like they were putting it out a bunch and then they couldn't put it out until they got to like episode 340 so they just put 340 out and it felt like nothing changed literally they just, they're just they like oh this happened oh this oh, happened boy. and that's it like two things were mentioned uh-huh. and then they did Water 7 and I love Water 7 it's great and then they get the, you think they're going to get a new crewmate and then they don't they just get the same guy but he's in a different outfit he's pretending to be someone else and then there's the Eddie's Lobby stuff, which is pretty cool. That's a pretty cool plot. Like, one of the characters gets kidnapped, then so they gotta go save him. It's like, who the fuck cares? Like, they haven't tried to get the fucking treasure once. They haven't been looking. There's no clue. He's just, they're just pirates. He's just like, yo, I want to be the best pirate ever. And they're like, you suck at pirating. And he's like, I don't care. I'm gonna be the best and then he gets each of them to join his crew and then they're like all right we're going to set sail and then cut 300 episodes later we're still setting sail
1: we're still sailing we got to get a new ship out. this
0: time that's the difference the, and that's the big we pass event. naruto
1: they got to get a different ship it. they
0: lose their ship they got to get a second ship oh you know pirates change ships all the fucking time they did not give a shit they 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 stole ships daily so of course they change ships a lot that's a flex Yeah, the whole fucking point of being a pirate is that you're stealing ships. You're like a fucking GTA, but with boats. And it's like, well, then you got a lot of boats then. You don't have to marry yourself to a single ship, because you have like 80. Fucking Blackbeard broke one of his ships on purpose. His main ship, he just fucking crashed it on a beach and was like, all right, I did it as a distraction. I stole a different ship. It's Um, a major flex. Yeah. Anyway, I'm obsessed with pirates now, dude
1: you're valid i'm inspired dnd yeah
0: we got to do rigs again because fucking oh my god
1: Riggs is in a prison right now damn um
0: anyway before we go into into the the dark soulsiness do you ever want to be on my stream dude because i just want to play video games with you <laughs> uh sure i can make time okay holy fuck do you want to play sea of thieves with me this saturday Because I've been playing Sea of Thieves. I don't know if you have it On PC or
1: on Xbox?
0: You can play it on either. It's multi-platform. You can play it together
1: on either. I can't remember. Did we play it on Xbox last time? I think we played it on Xbox. Yeah, I'm playing it on Xbox,
0: but you can play it on either. It doesn't matter. Because you can play both together. Like, you can be on PC and I can be on Xbox and it works. Gotcha. As long as you're using the Microsoft version or whatever. They did the same thing with Minecraft. You can do that too. It's crazy. Multi-platform connections and stuff. But yeah. I've been playing Sea of Thieves a bunch. I played it for, like, six hours on stream, and I fought a fucking Kraken and everything. Um, nice. I have a really nice clip, which is me in a ghost town. There's, like, no people in the town, and I needed to sell shit. And I'm like, what the hell happened here? It's, like, blighted. And then I'm like, I see lights in the distance, and I'm like, that's got to be a ghost ship. If I destroy that, it'll free the town. I go to the ghost ship, I'm like, I, I shouldn't fight them because I'm weak, but I will try. I have to. I'm obligated to do it. And I go to do it, I sail towards it the fog disappears and i'm in the middle of the ocean i'm like what the fuck there was no ghost what the hell and then a fucking kraken appears i shit you not i'm like it makes
1: a great dd story by the way
0: yeah it's a really good clip by the way it's like two minutes on my on my twitch and it's just like sailing through the fog i'm like i got this and then fucking kraken
1: (laughs) surprise it's fun
0: it's a fun it was a fun stream i i liked that one i'm definitely gonna do it again this week I'm I've been playing JRPGs and recording with the D&D characters as the voices and that's been really fun. It's like we're doing a play. That is valid. Um cuz my, you know, Alonius I've gone insane and I'm talking to myself now.
1: <laughs> You're valid.
0: Anyway, all right. So Berserk meets Dark Souls. Is that the concept we're going with?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So what the fuck is the plot of both of those stories? <laughs> Meaty man fights bad dark. guy. Yeah, what is the What are we sticking with there?
1: Okay, so with Berserk, it's about, like, Guts on a revenge quest to, like, avenge, like, his fallen, like, comrades. His friend basically betrayed him. Well, he basically becomes, like, a demon lord, essentially, in Uh, order to, like, get the power he wants in order to, like, fucking, you know, take back the kingdom or whatever. I forget.
0: And then Dark Souls is, you're a zombie. Everybody's a zombie. You gotta kill the guys in charge, steal their souls... So you can light a fire yes. to be God and reset time, and then okay, you reset so time and do it again. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I have an idea with that then. Okay. What if it's a revenge quest and the person who is fighting is basically already dead, and he got resurrected because his friend like betrayed Ooh, him and Revenant. did something crazy? Yeah. Yes. Revenant. Ooh, I like that name for a show is Revenant. Yeah. But um, there's
0: already a movie with. I like
1: that. It, I like that. It's a Revenant. This person's on a revenge quest they're basically you know undead dark soul style yeah and they have to basically like kill their friend in order to like feel peace again all right then you know?
0: that's a concept I, I i by the way i gotta tell you that's the exact same thought i had when you said revenge quest you said revenge nice. quest and my brain was like they're all gonna die in the beginning they're all gonna die in the beginning and then he's gonna go and he's gonna it's liam neeson's he's gonna fucking <laughs> zombie liam neeson okay love it um all right so that's the concept all right, next one. This is question number two. Who is the cast? So, basically, we need a hero. We need a villain. We need a buddy. We need a mentor. We need all these peoples come up with and how they relate to one another. And that is the cast. And if you need to like come up with actors to fill those roles it's a lot easier.
1: I like the idea of the mentor teaches the betrayer and the pro- the antagonist and the protagonist.
0: Oh okay, so two friends together in like a, a D&D ass party hanging out. Like yes. you get like six people, they're all bros. They're one big happy family. They travel the world together. And they got a teacher who's teaching them. And then right at the beginning of the story, it's like pfft, they're all dead and the guy wakes up and he's a zombie. And the only person that survived yes. that entire fight is is the villain. Yes. Okay, Brohim, whatever that. I like fuck the idea that
1: like like I like the idea that the main villain like caused this basically. Yeah. What if the twist is that like maybe he's not like did he do it on purpose or not? I like I like to leave the audience thinking like did he do this intentionally? Was Ooh. this like yeah?
0: Mm, I've been playing. I was playing Shovel Knight a while back, and the whole plot of that is that spoiler alert, love of your life is um is the bad guy because they're cursed so what if it's two people they work together they've been fighting together for years they love each other and then suddenly everybody dies and our hero comes back to life and finds their mentor again and their mentors like yo fucking you're dead what the fuck? how'd you survive and you're like i didn't and then they track down they're like on a vengeance quest to say to kill who did this and then when they're about to get to them and kill them, they realize it's the person that they love most betrayed them.
1: So these are like life friends turned lovers.
0: Yes. like Just like Berserk.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. Uh... Um, So, God, I'm like trying to think. I mean, we got that. Okay, so, like, so that means these people have a really good history together. These people have a very strong history, and it's more than platonic, I'm guessing.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's see.
1: We um, uh, <laughs> insert sex scene here and like just <laughs> a flashback.
0: Lifelong friends. He made friends. me feel that special. All right. Um, lifelong friends. We need the names. What's the our uh, Berserk equivalent? What's a cool guts name? What are you thinking? Mm. Like a Liam Neeson. I always <laughs> thought
1: Tarn I always thought Tarn was a cool name. Tarn? Tarn. T-A-R-N. Tarn. Okay. May or may not be a Runescape reference.
0: Okay. Tarn and who would be their love? Who's the equivalent? They're tarn.
1: Tarn and.
0: I'm gonna Google Tarn. tarn. What the hell is Tarn? Is that a word or do they just make that shit up?
1: T-A-R-N. tarn.
0: A small mountain lake. That's what tarn is. Interesting. What is the opposite? What about sky?
1: Okay. Names. Or, like, okay, so if Tarn is Orion, uh, Leo, Celeste, a small mountain lake, Azure,
0: yeah, Empry, Firmament, Heavens, Lid, Vault, Welkin. Walt, 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 Miku is a Japanese name meaning beautiful sky. Surin,
1: Stella. Oh, baby names that mean wind, sky, or storm. Thebe,
0: Titania. Titania is cool. Queen of the fairies um, in Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream and the largest moon of Uranus, Titania.
1: I did not know that Arkansas means south wind. It's, it's from the uh, Algonquin term that means south wind.
0: Fucking Tarn in Arkansas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Well, I like Bor- uh, Baran or Boran. Boran is a Kurdish name that means thunderstorm. Mmm. Or Barak, B-A-R-A-K, is a Hebrew name that means lightning. I apologize for my mispronunciation if Torn
0: I'm mispronouncing Barak. these. Barak,
1: or Calus, C-A-E-L-U-S. Calus is a Roman name meaning sky. Tarn and Calus, I like that.
0: Yeah, Calus. Um, what was that other one before that?
1: Uh, Barak. And
0: what was the what other, was one? the other thunder one that was before that?
1: Arkansas. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Baron Bor- or Baron.
0: Baron. Okay.
1: Tarn and Baron.
0: No, I like Kalis. I'm just coming up with the the, the Yeah, Kalis. I'm coming up with the uh, with the the mentor's name. Barric sounds Ooh. like a good mentor name. So okay. Yeah, I do like that. All like right. Tarn, Barrick,
1: Lifelong
0: Friends, turned lovers, Tarn and Kalis were with a group of adventurers working for Barrick, and they all died. Tarn rises from his grave. Seek vengeance on the one responsible. Here's my thought major twist right here. Mm. Kalis is the bad guy, right? What if, yes, what if when Tarn comes back, they don't know Kalis is alive and they're on vengeance for about Kalis? Like, they're like, Kalis was killed, I'm going to go and kill who did this. And they go on this vengeance mission and they're killing people down the list. And then the, at the reveal near the end is that Kalis is the one that sent them on their revenge mission. And they're actually killing for Kalis, and Kalis is the one that killed everybody. So now they have to kill Kalis because of what they did. Like, a revenant is brought back by someone who wants vengeance as well, right? Right. So, like, what if Kalis brought them back and they're on this quest to go kill all these people who, because of Kalis? Who
1: is Tarn killing?
0: Yeah, and why does
1: it feel justified for him?
0: Yeah, that's the question. Well, that brings us into the plot, I think. So we have our crew, our cast. We have three basic characters that matter. And then everyone else is, you know, filler people that get died in the moment. So may, here's, here's the concept and the cast. Lifelong friends turned lovers, Tarn and Kalis. We're the group of adventurers working for Barak, and they all died. Tarn rises from his grave to seek vengeance on the one responsible. We need that person then. We need the, the fake villain. I think it should be, like, Dark Souls-style demon god monsters.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, what... Like, sh- these, like, these, like eldritch beings that are, like, s- sick and twisted by, like, the spell that went wrong or something. You know
0: what would be crazy? Is if they're killing all these demon things and they're just fairies.
1: Like, he's killing so, all like, these... So, like, they're th- part of the natural world. Yeah,
0: they're not actually the bad guys.
1: Well, I... Okay, then I have another idea... Okay. Like, what if these creatures are like beautiful, but because of like what happened, they look like bad. they take the form of their surroundings, and because like the shit's been like desecrated, yeah, they look like, like that's monsters. why they take like such ugly monster forms, yeah.
0: Or what if because he's undead, everything he sees looks like monsters? Like, what if it's like. Like, that's what he thinks. He thinks it's because of the desecration and shit, right? Like, these are horrible monsters. Like, all these fairies and shit turned evil and shit. But when he eventually realizes it's all a lie, Kalis was just controlling him, making him think he was killing, like, demons. But he was actually killing fairies. Flashes back. Yeah, it flashes back to all the action scenes. And he's, like, killing, like, fucking Tinkerbell. Like, ripping Tinkerbell's wings (laughs) off. And it's like he, in his mind, he's fighting like a giant demon god. And it's like he's fucking killing like a fucking moon butterfly.
1: (laughs) I, the reason why I'm not cool with that is because I feel like that would like take away a lot of the meaning of the fight because it's all a hallucination. Yeah. I feel like it has to be real. Like, I feel like he actually has to like suffer like through this journey. Yeah. Okay. Instead of like him being zombified and then having an acid trip through the forest
0: okay yeah you're right that is true that would kind of suck all right then he's killing like mutated fairies they're all like yes, fucked or, up like, because of the creatures that, the creatures yeah.
1: of the land that take the form of like yeah, they're suffering woodland
0: dark fey yeah yes he's killing dark fey because he was killed by fay with his friends but actually Kalis is the one that caused all that Maybe they got Ooh, killed because... Another,
1: another idea, though. What if before the spell goes off that causes this shit, he, like, sees, like, a powerful fairy, so he feels that they're responsible for what happens. Ooh,
0: and shit yes, and that's his goal, is to kill, like, the this one fairy person.
1: Is it, like, should we do, like, the typical, like, Oberon or Titania, or should we try and, like, make, like, our own fairy lord?
0: Yeah, it's like a... I'm imagining the woman from Lord of the Rings. You know how she, like, looks all fucking... Like, remember, what's her name? Galadriel? When she, like, yeah, I was is gonna, gonna say gonna, Galadriel. Yeah, when she's gonna fucking kill, like, Frodo for a second when she's about to get the ring. And she's, like, yes. all fucked up and evil. That. That's who she should be fighting. That's the villain. But it's not actually I that dig. person. Like, Kalos pissed that person off, so they sent fairies to kill Kalis. And then Torn, Torn doesn't know that, so he got everybody killed because he fought them and that's Mm. what happened like a fairy woman like galadriel walks up to the party at the beginning of the story and she doesn't say anything and then calis kind of tells Tarn off like right at the beginning is like she's fucking evil we have to stop her and then he fights her she fucking kills everybody and then he wakes up and he's on vengeance to kill her so he's killing all these like mutated fairies along the way all these dark fairies. I think it would be really fucked Indic- up if they weren't even that dark, if they were like normal-ass fairies. <laughs> I, lo- I do love the idea of Guts running around fucking, instead of killing demons, he's killing fairies. There's something yeah, about that. Would that. Be, like, watching, that would man, be watching well, Guts fact, stab the- a unicorn <laughs> would be yeah, pretty that would epic. Be
1: interesting. Fun fact, did you know that the elves and the dwarves and Berserk are actually just different types of fairies?
0: Huh. Well then yep. we're even closer to the because operation. he's got he's
1: got like an elf buddy named puck I, I believe he's an elf let me just double check just to fact check myself before I get added nope he's a he's a pixie okay Pisky. what is I swear
0: what is this fairy queen's name this elf queen or whatever nature mm. queen look up names <laughs> this is ninety percent mm. of writing is looking up names fairy names for girls Avalita and the uh, Faada Fayette chippy. Cheppy.
1: I might be completely wrong about dwarves being different types of fairies. Brina, I thought they were. Maybe Elfie. they're like not from the natural world. I forget. Verana. People are gonna be like, you know nothing about Berserk. It's like, yeah, I know nothing. It's okay. I like the art.
0: It's okay, bro. In your own words. <laughs> Teach me, bro. In your own words, you're valid. I don't know shit about Berserk. Yes. I haven't even fucking seen it. I just know that there's two dudes that are like slightly gay, and the dude has a girlfriend.
1: <laughs> I watched. People are gonna hate me for this. I watched like the the shitty like three D animation
0: one. Oh my god! And yes. you love it, even though you watch that? Yeah. Wow.
1: I enjoyed it. Everyone's like, not oh, a real Berserk fan. Re.
0: Uh, I'll buy the
1: first volume. I promise.
0: You know Cinderella yeah. means little ash girl. Interesting. Her name is literally like shitball. ball. That's her name. Her name is like <laughs> dirty. Your name is dirty fuck. That's basically who she is. She's dirty fuck the princess. Hmm. That's fascinating. Brings way more context. I'm looking through fairy baby names, though.
1: Um, uh, ch- 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 actually, like checking this, they seem to apply another kind of elf existent Volume we learn that Puck and others like him are a subset of elves called P- uh, Piskies, a variation of the word P- pixie. Then, in volume twenty-six, when Shirake refers to the dwarves, the kanji is used. Um, blah blah blah. The fury of this dwarf. This pretty much confirmed at the time that dwarves were another race within the greater elf family tree. Damn. So like, they all come from like a different. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. That's it's good. Like, they all come from like a different subsect. But anyway, okay. um, I got some... evil fairy queen. Names.
0: Yeah, I got I got some names here. Um, Elfie, elena Apparently, elf is a Gaelic word. I didn't know that. Hmm. Like, Elfie means elf in Gaelic. Um, Brina. Bright, big I and... saw,
1: like, a name generator for fairies that's like Bluebells. I'm like,
0: no. I must kill and slay the mighty Bluebells. There is something really funny about, like, Berserk in Fairyland. Like, that, do you want to change it to that? Because <laughs> that, the idea of, like, gr- gritty, like, demon slayer man in Fairyland sounds like a fucking amazing movie to me. Like, the plot of the movie is just, like, undead murder muscle man. Like a fucking, like, like, Jason Ooh, Momoa.
1: Nira. <laughs> yeah, really.
0: Like, or somebody like that. Dave Batista. I want it to be Batista. I want Batista.
1: Oh, my God. Batista is a fucking, yeah. like, dark warrior. I have be sold. Batista
0: should Typecast be the perfect. lead in the Guts movie. Like, if they made a Berserk movie, it would definitely be Batista. That would be like 100% it would be Batista.
1: I need a Photoshop of like Batista as guts. Yeah. That's what I need right now.
0: Fuck, man. Wish I had real fans, like a bunch of them, so they could make that. Damn. Fan art, please.
1: Oh, people have thought of Batista as Nosferatu Zod, which is one of the demons in Berserk. Ooh. He's like one of the antagonists. I'm okay with that. I just want Batista in a Berserk world. That would be amazing. But anyway uh nira does that sound like a cool queen
0: name? okay yeah mira yeah i mean oh nira
1: n-y-r-a even
0: better n-y-r-a i thought you said mira and i'm like i've used that name 10 million times yes nira (laughs) star wars man got me got me hard okay yeah so the the fey queen nira killed all of them and now he seeks his vengeance on her
1: is it is it funny that like when i was working at um you know i don't want to disclose but yeah. when I was working at my last job, yeah, um, retail, like <laughs> when someone like asked me for my name, like because I don't know, situation, whatever, they asked for my name and I, I was just sitting there thinking I should tell them I'm Ray Skywalker. <laughs> 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 they asked me for my name because
0: <laughs> they... <laughs> my name is Ray. Ray Hitler. Ray
1: Skywalker. <laughs> Ray Skywalker.
0: Oh, shit. I hate it. Why you remind me? of the nightmare I'm what sorry, is your family name i don't have one and then she finds out in the movie my name is ray hitler
1: i saw uh, what do i do I saw, like
0: i'll change it to the I other saw a one. clip of
1: i saw a, a disney clip or not a Disney clip, but just a clip of daisy ridley and she's like my name is ray 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 skywalker well technically it's ray palpatine but i was ray i was trained by a skywalker so now i have that name so i'm ray skywalker
0: i i really would have loved if the ghost just showed up and was like yo fucking like luke and leia when they both appear they were like why why are you taking our name we don't even know you Re- you didn't even know fucking leia like she knew you like once what the fuck
1: it was pretty brief and you yeah. guys
0: hugged once when when you both lost somebody that you liked and then she said hey you can do it for like a, an episode while she was a robot and then you know what it doesn't it. make sense what
1: you know what didn't make sense is like the fact that like in episode nine that apparently like in the retcon that's like, oh yeah, by the way, Luke and Leia knew that she was a Palpatine the whole time. And like, it's like fucking like Leia's like still hugging her and shit like that and like giving her love and stuff yeah. like that. Like wouldn't you be like fucking paranoid the whole time? Like yeah. it's like the rebel it's like, oh man, we got the resistance. Oh, oh look, uh it's the fucking dumb granddaughter of Palpatine just walking amongst us like there's nothing going on. Yeah. And it's like ah, Them knowing the whole time sounds so fucking stupid to me. Is that a thing? Yeah, because like fucking Luke brings it up in episode 9. He's like, because you're a Palpatine. And she's like, you knew the whole time and you guys still trained me? And then it's like, oh my god, Leia knew I was a Palpatine the whole time and she still trained me.
0: Doesn't make any fucking sense. So yeah.
1: None of it makes any the yeah. fucking...
0: I'm literally next week I'm gonna be recording me trying to figure out by myself how to fix Star Wars in five steps because like Faloney and Favreau have to do that.
1: <laughs> First, you cut off the sequels. Yeah, no, so the, the, you know what they're doing, the right?
0: You know what they're doing, right? They're retconning the sequels. Do you think so?
1: I no, feel they're like literally they, There is a lot of people that show proof that they're not.
0: Well no, so. they Filoni and Favreau have announced that in the Ahsoka show they're going to five scenes in the sequels and they're changing them. They're, really? they're time traveling and they're changing five scenes in the sequels. That's the plot of Ahsoka. I, gotta, I gotta see this. I don't know if it's true, but that's what they're saying. Is that they're time traveling and they're I gonna retcon believe. five scenes? So I was like, I should write that as as do that as an episode, so, figuring out what scenes those.
1: Star would Wars be Ahsoka fight. director says Clone Wars fans will be rewarded, greatly rewarded.
0: I don't know. I heard it on one of those Star Wars fan like channels. That's like, yo, the secret behind why Luke. To cle- uh, cut his toenails in the movie like fucking extra deep bullshit that isn't even necessary when Luke was on Bespin and he said hi to that one guy why did he do that I know why this is why like that shit but they fucking said that that's what they're doing they're supposedly rumor has it Filoni and Favreau are gonna make time travel scenes where they go to the sequels and they change scenes from the sequels and tweak them to change the storyline so that it makes fucking sense because this is an alternate timeline because Ahsoka is alive now. I don't know how they're going to fix it with just five scenes. Like, pfft.
1: I'm hype. But I'm also, I can't believe it's going to be Obi-Wan in a month.
0: Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. And
1: then they also, they I don't know if you knew this, but they had to delay it for another week. But I they know. promised the first two episodes. Yeah. yeah. I'm hype.
0: They were like, yo, we delayed it. So here's two episodes in a row. So you'll have less time with the show. But Moon Knight's good, dude. Have you been seeing Moon Knight?
1: Nope. It's good, man. Good. I've been taking a break from Marvel Disney Plus.
0: Yeah, I've been watching Moon Knight weekly, but it's that's just because I fucking love Moon Knight. I want them to do the fucking right. every single episode at the beginning. They show the metal Asylum, and I'm like, fucking go there already. We're, four, we're three, four episodes in. Just go to the fucking asylum. That's the whole reason I'm here. It should start in the asylum. Why are we not in the asylum yet? Go in the goddamn asylum.
1: I didn't even know that Moon Knight had like multiple personalities. He and does. One I of them is well, the superhero. It's
0: different every time. Like each story is totally different. Like the one I heard, uh, he's he's schizophrenic. In the one I, I know,
1: is it schizo or multiple personalities? I forget. No, he has
0: DID in the show. Uh, okay. In the original, like it, there's a bunch of different stories because he's been around forever, so they just keep retconning him. The whole concept of Moon Knight since a very specific run has been that he's crazy and that you don't know if anything that any of his real. So it's mm-hmm. always different. Like, he always has different stuff. Different mental problems. And he's also different people sometimes. Like, there's just, like, different people being Moon Knight. Because it's a title. So it's kind of like Green Lantern, where they just keep changing who Green Lantern is. Shit like that. Where it's just like, I'm this version of Moon Knight. But they're pretty close to the story I heard. Which was, in the story I heard, he's like, he's he doesn't know what's real and what's not. Which is kind of what they're doing mm-hmm. in this one. But in this one, it's more like he has DID. And he has multiple personalities, and then there's a whole personality that has, like, an entire fucking life. I still don't know which one of them is the real him. I mean, clearly the British one has a mom. He calls her, so is that mom real? That's what I'm wondering. Because if she's real, then does he just become an American who murders people? That's weird. How did that happen? (laughs) Yeah, really. Is Mark Spector, was he a guy that's possessing him? Like, was he just a normal dude, and then he died, and now he's this guy? I don't know. That's the part of the show. Anyway... We're getting off track. This is, just, this is what happened oh, to me sure. and Scott, too. Um, you're valid. Okay. Let's start the actual thing. So that's the first half of the show. Are you enjoying the show? I think we're doing pretty good. I don't know how I'm going to edit this together, but we'll find out. But while you're here in this beautiful mid-roll, I thought I'd mention something I had mentioned at the beginning of the episode. This episode of 7 Questions is sponsored by D&Me. It's a D&D show. I've been doing it for 15 weeks, live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash alonithebard. And Chad enjoys it sometimes when they're there. People really liked it. It's on hiatus right now, the recording, while I edit all these older episodes. There are 14 episodes so far. I'm editing them regularly. I figured out how to edit them efficiently. So they should be able to come out every week or so very soon. So keep an eye out for D&Me on podcast channels, YouTube, Spotify, everything. Check my link tree. It should appear, Uh, and there should be a link to it in this video if I actually finish it. But yeah, it's a show. I play D&D by myself because nobody else is free. And I try to play D&D modules, even though I kind of hate them. And I'm doing Strahd right now, and I really, I'm enjoying it but I do have problems with modules in general. It is maybe the only one I'm okay with, but it's pretty fun. I have like four characters I play using different voices and different effects and stuff. And it's very fascinating to watch a person lose their mind talking to themselves every week. So check it out. It's about a vampire named Strahd. He sucks. And it's about all these heroes that together, they join up after a couple of episodes and then they fucking fight him. And we'll see what happens anyway. Check it out. And back to the episode. So, here are the last five questions. Together, they make the story. We pretty much already have them all answered, but we will answer them one at a time and the story will develop. So, where do we start? What is this person's safe haven? I'm assuming with their crew hanging out. That's where we start. And then they all die, right? Yes. Okay. Like,
1: kind of like a, in a bit of an introduction to the setting, a bit of an introduction yeah. to, like, the characters and, like, showing their relationships and how it's generally yes. positive.
0: I don't, like, normally when I write these stories, it always starts with they have a home that they're in. They're safe haven. And then something happens, which is the catalyst. There's a, there's an There's a catalyst and then there's an inciting incident. So the catalyst is, like, the thing that causes the eventual problem and then the inciting incident is the problem that happens. So, like for instance, they're in a town. Then somebody pisses somebody off. Is in catalyst. So somebody gets bent, pisses somebody off. Then that person shows up, and burns down the town. That's the incident. That's the difference between inciting incident and catalyst. Is that the catalyst is the moment where you fuck up and cause the the inciting incident. So in this case, they're a bunch of friends. How long we should? We're gonna be with them for basically like ten minutes. By the ten minute mark, everyone will be dead, and then the guy will wake up.
1: So yeah. Yeah, like that. How
0: much of that ten minutes is going to be them in safety, and how much of it is them be fighting, and how much of that ten minutes is going to be him getting up and like is his introduction? Him being a zombie, like how much should we use? You know? I
1: had a weird idea. What, what? if like Kalus is like planning something for like his birthday or something, and it's like it happens like on his birthday is like a like a weird like thing of like Ooh. rebirth kind of thing. I was like, "Happy birthday! You're a zombie now." Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Just an idea.
0: Exactly one year after he dies, he comes back. He died on his birthday.
1: <laughs> Every birthday?
0: I like that a little bit. But okay. His birthday
1: and his birthday. How do
0: we go from... Uh, first, how are we going to introduce Torn, Kalis, and their crew, and their teacher? And then how are we going to introduce this queen, Kalis, causing that with the queen without telling everybody that's what's explicitly going on, and then also kill all of them? That's a lot in 10 minutes. So what, what would Guts consider his nice, his happy place? would it be like just like a bonfire say probably like
1: being yeah and like also like being with his like lover yeah but that's kind of different because of so where a, we're at with the in a story. tent
0: fucking next to a bonfire that's that's the plot the beginning of the story okay listen toward banging in a tent next to a bonfire is the beginning
1: of the, movie. <laughs> the most the most passionate love scene you
0: just see dave batista and someone else banging Here's a question. Is Kalis a dude or a lady or non-binary? What's the deal?
1: It doesn't matter to me.
0: Okay. Um. For some fucking reason. I don't know why. Elliot Page. You know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's who I think Kalia should be.
1: Kalis? Yeah. Ooh, Kalis,
0: Kalis should be Elliot Page. I think it's kind of perfect.
1: Elliot Page and Batista. <laughs> yes. That would be an interesting couple.
0: I bet he'd be willing to do it. Batista's down.
1: Isn't... Elliot Page, straight, in January 2018, Page announced that he and dancer-slash-choreographer Emma Portner had married.
0: Okay, then it wouldn't be Dave Batista, would it? So
1: Elliot Elliot is a straight man.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. Huh, fascinating. Neither did I. I can't wait for fucking Umbrella Academy with them. It's gonna be so good.
1: I know! Did you know that they actually, like, redid all their end credit scenes once Elliot came out as being a trans man? They changed all the credits to Elliot Page. That's good. Yes.
0: Very good. Okay, then if if Elliot likes the ladies, then maybe yeah, maybe Torn, Maybe you're right. Torn should be a lady. So then Dave Batista is it, fuck it. There's no fairy queen. It's the fairy king. I love it. Dave Batista, the fairy king. Love it. Okay, then Tarn. Who the fuck is the lead then? The female lead. Who's Lady Berserk? Oh, I know. Fucking Brienne. Brienne of Tarth.
1: Oh, I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Fucking yes. Phasma. Done absolutely
0: what the fuck is her name i always forget her name
1: portrayed by gwendolyn christie yes yeah. gwendolyn christie.
0: she's such a good actor so she's... here's our thing yeah
1: well here's what's up i hate it when people and like the star wars fandom gets super toxic and they're like oh she can't even act like this is a terrible character and i'm just like shut up like literally like i love daisy ridley as an actress i love gwendolyn christie as an actress but, like, I just don't agree with how they wrote their characters into the story. Yeah, no, the that's writing like, of the movie you know what I mean? is bad. You don't need to attack acting. the actresses. Yeah, the acting isn't bad. Exactly.
0: It's the writing that's bad. Exactly.
1: Exactly. They're acting and the people, fucking like, hell out. You can't of it. differentiate bad writing from bad acting. You
0: know, it's because you can't <sighs> act with bad writing. You know, like when you True. act on bad writing, it that seems too. bad. Yeah. You have to be good, really, really good to beat that. But Star Wars I really is always wish they end. didn't
1: kill off Gwendolyn Christie in Episode Eight. I was like, "Come on, yeah. got to see her again." The
0: fucking, how the fuck did they fuck up her and Finn so hard? Like, Finn versus Phasma could have been the fucking coolest goddamn final scene. Like, imagine you cut between Ray and fucking
1: Kylo Ren, with... like it was supposed to be.
0: I kind of like seeing him as Ben Solo, though. I actually really liked that. That's like the one part I like. I, I like, I like the idea that the Knights of Ren would have been the bad guys. Like, she would have fought I just, Kylo, him turned good, and then they have to fight the Knights around and they actually
1: didn't suck. Yeah. I just love, like, the idea that just, like, when he's, like, with the past eye, he's like, no more. Like, no more of this fucking shit, dude. Like, yeah. I'm the I'm the big guy now.
0: Dude, it would have been fucking nuts like, if it was fucking Kreia. If it was Kreia as the main yeah. villain at the end, that would have been fucking dope. If, like, replace Palpatine with Kreia, that would have made me shit my pants.
1: Did you know that in the original (laughs) script, apparently, for the sequels that George Lucas wrote, it was supposed to be Darth Maul as the villain and Darth Talon as his apprentice? That would have been fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: Darth Maul was set up to be the villain in Solo and everything.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man. They really fucking... I miss... I don't know what... Darth Maul's not going to be an Obi-Wan. Don't you
1: love it when your headcanon is better than what actually came out? Yeah. (laughs) Don't you love it when corporate greed literally causes, like the fandoms mm-hmm. suffer
0: okay so here's the here's the Ratcon we've come up with tarn is played by gwendolyn christie aka yes the fucking f- female equivalent of dave batista fucking badass woman sexy ass badass it's the closest you can get so it's it's gwendolyn christie and elliot page in love in their little tent and they meet with king barrick played by dave batista the fairy king and he fucking kills all of them because of some horrors that that they don't know about that calias committed Mm. that's the concept also nira is now the teacher i want i I, it. this is a female reboot now (laughs) female reboot berserk that's what we're making now i don't give a shit it's good it's gonna be a good one it happened organically okay so where do we start In their camp, I assume they're going to have a bunch of friends at the camp. It's almost like a village around this camp. It's like a caravan. And they're together, and we see, like, their day together. They're, like, mourning with the crew of bandits or whatever the fuck they are. I like the idea of them being, like, highwaymen. What do you think?
1: Hmm. What
0: did Berserk and his crew, like, his friends do? Or I guess just
1: They're a band of mercenaries.
0: Okay, yeah, see? That's what I mean. So, like... They're
1: going to find, like, their own organization. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mercenaries (laughs) in a caravan. So... A group of mercenaries in a caravan are hanging out. The two of them are together. How do we want to start it? I feel like the the end and the beginning of the movie always have to be about what the story is about, right? And this story Mm -hmm. is about betrayal of two people who are in love and them eventually having to kill each other, right? So, like, starting it with them in, like, an intimate moment in their tent actually would be a good start to the movie. As jokey as it is. Like, the two of them in in a tent together like not in like a fucking we're just start with a sex scene but like the two of them waking up in the morning in bed yes. or whatever like an intimate like wake up time like yo we just we were sleeping or you know what i want to start it, <laughs> this is the stupidest way to start a movie i want to start it with gwen with Gwendolyn <laughs> with torn i want to start it with her snoring that's how i want the movie to start
1: just the face-up shot <laughs> i want to hear snoring. Her
0: snoring in a black screen at the beginning of the movie and then a fantasy alarm goes off they hit the alarm and break it big strong warrior and then they walk up to elliot and they're in love with elliot and we kind of imply that they're in love and they're working for them in this mercenary group
1: i think that it should start with like kind of more of like a survey of the land and that like you know the sun rises and stuff and you see like the beautiful grass because the thing is, is like, I like to think that this is the only time we get to see when the world was better or shit got worse. Yeah. And then, and then like, obviously it goes to the camp and then we get like the snoring scene.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. And
1: then like the sun, like in their face.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fairyland. Like there is like, you see a shot of fairyland, like beautiful unicorns running through the trees and then it's like cut to snoring in the dark break the alarm sun in their eyes like their tent opens that's the beginning of the movie is you get like this fucking epic ass fantasy forest and then like just like unicorns and shit uh maybe you see calias looking out into the sunset and smiling a little bit and you're like oh they're nice but then when you rewatch the movie you're like they're the most evil motherfucker on earth right
1: (laughs) well I like. I always love it when like you sympathize with the villain. So yeah. I, I still want to figure out like his motive. Okay. So what
0: is his motive? That's the question. We didn't even think about that. You're right. What? Mm-hmm. what why did they do this? So King Barak, he's Dave Batista is the fairy king. He lives in a fairy land. He's the leader of a fey country, like a forest of the fay, and they're a bunch of mercenaries, and they're there. Calius did something to piss them off. And they sent people like Faye to kill all of them and they showed up personally to kill all of them and, and Dave Batista showed up in his fucking elf outfit and fucking his badass elf armor and fucking murdered everybody in the town. And then we get Dave Batista versus Gwendolyn right at the like right at the ten minute mark, the two of them fighting to the death. And then they fucking kill Gwen. They kill Torn and Torn wakes up later as a zombie. Because Calius brought them back on a vengeance quest and they don't even know. Mm maybe they do know uh, maybe it should just be when they come back it's just kaylee is standing over them and they're like i brought you back we got to stop them you know hmm. like what if they're together the whole movie
1: no I, all right well i do like the idea don't get me wrong i do like the idea of like it being like the enemy was the person alongside you the whole time
0: yeah but what what like the idea of like the two of them on a vengeance quest to kill Dave Batista. And then halfway through the movie, they kill Dave Batista. And you're like, what?
1: You're like, this isn't supposed to happen. This yeah. Soon.
0: This is what? And they just keep going. And you're like, but, yeah, but, but what? <laughs> and then the all is lost moment is like Kaylee is stabbing the hero in the back and throwing them off a cliff or some shit. Ooh. And then them coming back again. Like, they didn't die when they hit the ground. And them getting up, breaking their leg, and, like, killing Kaleas. Hmm. Dude, the idea of, like, what if Kaleas is doing this as, like, a coup?
1: Why, though? Like, that's what I'm trying to What think, if... It's just, like, what's the motive?
0: What if the entire movie is them, like, describing why King Barak sucks, right? Hmm. Like, that. it's basically them traveling through this fairy kingdom as it's, like, more and more corrupted because of this evil man. And they're slowly, like, killing, you know, these monsters and doing all this stuff. And then they find out, oh, that's all been a lie. Like, Kaleos lied the whole time. They just wanted to rule over this kingdom. And they made...
1: So it's out of, like, selfishness? Or is it, like, a sense of entitlement? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out.
0: I think it's, like, a I would lead better type deal. Okay. Maybe. Or maybe they hate fairies. Maybe they're, like, fucking fairy racist. Oh. Their family was murdered by fairies or some shit. I feel like we're getting kind of stuck in the weeds here, though.
1: Yeah. I'm, like, trying to think, like, what would I do? I might
0: be overcomplicating it. Usually Scott would have a lot of pushback and be like, no, you're fucking it up. But, all right.
1: I just like listening to your side. I know. Just, like, no, that's
0: that's part of the show. Yeah. yeah. My mind is finding the answers. Okay, so let's go to the beginning, what this story is. We're at the beginning still. We're still figuring out how it starts. So they're a mercenary company. In a fairy country, like in the fairy woods. They're together, obviously. Like, do we need the teacher? Are we gonna cut the teacher out? Do we even need the teacher if, you know, they're together already and everything? I still
1: like the idea of the teacher. Okay. I like the idea of instead of Barak being like a like a fairy king, I like the idea that like like what whatever happened to Nara again with her?
0: Um oh I just reply. I just swapped them. So like now Nara is the oh, teacher okay. and Barak is the because I just wanted Dave gotcha. Batista to have a name that matches him more.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
0: that's the difference. So Nira is just like the teacher. And so like the wise old teacher is just, you know, Nira now.
1: Okay. Um, Let's fucking Tilda Swim. I like that, like, Nira, like, here's another thing too. Why is Nira teaching? Hmm. Why is Nira, yeah. Okay. Why is Nira teaching?
0: What if Nira is like the Fey Queen in disguise? Like, what if Obi-Wan was like also the bad guy? <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, that'd be interesting.
0: Like, so there are two people, they're they're working for Nira, this female elf, like leader of their mercenary company. And she's got a, she's teaching them, you know, their ways. They she raised them almost. Or like they they she took them in, right? hmm And what if Calius is like her son? And Torn is like, like secret? Been, no, like straight up. What if Calius is like I'm just gonna say Cal. Cal be easier to remember. What if Cal is Nira's son and Torn was brought in, like, was, was, is like, uh, like, adopted almost, like, hired to join this company. Like, they're like a bodyguard. Okay. And they're like secretly, the two of them are like getting it on in secret. And they're not supposed to be doing that kind of deal. Ooh. Like,
1: that's so like forbidden love. Yeah, now?
0: That, yeah. Now it's like forbidden love. What if we do that? What if this like Torn is Cal's bodyguard and they protect oh, them okay. all the time, and they're That's like a different type yeah. of
1: relationship. Yeah,
0: right. And then it's like because that actually gives us like depth, right? Because it's like they have to kill them in the end, so it's like the exact opposite of That's what, what they wanted. yeah of what they yeah. wanted. They're protecting them, and then Interesting. yeah, and then all that happens, and then. They all die or whatever. Do they all need to die? What if it's just our hero that dies? I don't know. What, what,
1: what's... Are we, are we ending it with tragedy? Because if it's tragedy, then, like, Tarn fails. Tarn gets used and discarded.
0: Yeah. And then the vengeance is at the end. Like, after all is lost. The last ten minutes of the movie are like, I'm gonna kill everyone <laughs> type deal. Damn. I, I like that we completely changed the entire concept, but that's what writing is, is. You come up with something and then you're like, eh, let's throw that away. What if... Calius dies... And Torn dies halfway through the movie, and that's the low point. And then Barak brings back Torn. And Dave Batista and and Gwendolyn Christie together fucking kill the person who caused all this. They kill them at the end.
1: I just like I just like the idea more that like in the end someone has to die. You know what I mean? Like there has to be stakes. or it's like and that's what makes it so difficult is because like they're supposed to love each other, you know?
0: Yeah. You want it to end with them stabbing Cal in the heart and dying.
1: Or Cal stabbing them Cal stabbing in Tarn in the heart. Well,
0: you want it to end with them just fucking want. straight up dying? Like, or them stabbing Not each other? Not both of them,
1: but just one of them. Just, yeah, I want someone to choose. And I feel like... Damn, that's fucking I feel like um, what happens is, like, Cal hesitates, but Tarn doesn't, but then regrets it or something like that.
0: So you want the end of the story to be... Cal stabbing Torn in the heart, and that's just how it ends. Pitch black, the end.
1: It's more like when they finally settle the score, I guess. Like, Tarn is conflicted. Cal probably isn't conflicted. Cal knows what has to be done.
0: God, this is fucking complicated. This is a complicated web.
1: Because, like, yes. I think we both have
0: very different ideas of what it could be. It's changed so many times, too. Yes. What is the most compelling idea out of all of these, like, ties that we have? Hmm. I kinda do like the idea of like them just stabbing him in the back.
1: I don't well. want it to be like a cowardice kind of stab. I want it to be like in the face, like staring you in the eye.
0: And that's how it ends. You want it to end with like the entire story end with them dying and that's it. Like a grim ending where the fucking fucking dying in destroyed. someone's arms. Okay. Do we want it to be so that's the real question. Do we have Cal dying in Torn's arms? Where guts had to murder their love? You know, our, our big chunky hero Mm. fucking murders the love of their life because they have to wolverine style fucking worst uh, x-men movie holding them in their arms and that's how it ends or do we want it to be the opposite and fucking the villain kills the hero at the end and holds them as they die and that's how it fucking ends because i think that's way cooler
1: well so what happens is tarn gets used yeah. from being re- or from being resurrected. Yes. And then I I hate seeing that. I hate seeing like the hero get lost. I know, the but hero, isn't it good? Like sacrifice and then gets better. I, I mean it does, yeah, but like I,
0: I just you don't want it. I don't know. How would you want this? to I end? Just, I don't know. How would you want Berserk to end cuz they never ended it.
1: Guts gets his revenge.
0: Guts gets his revenge and then what? Live happily ever after? Well, it's or like the guy doing it.
1: You know, like a whole journey that he went through to get to that moment you know be like what if you like if he just died. i don't know what if it's like tarn commits to the purpose it kills cal and then tarn can finally rest in peace because tarn's already dead
0: yeah that means we can't have them be sympathetic then we can't have the villain be sympathetic if the end is them being murdered
1: or at least like make tarn like hesitate Yeah, you know?
0: and then they get stabbed Cal's, like
1: pretty much like i used you i did this
0: yeah yeah okay so the end is they kill everybody together and then cal reveals the truth like yo you're a zombie i made you to kill this guy and it ends with them being like i'm in charge now i rule this is my kingdom i will rule over my new empire anakin style and then they fucking stab our hero in the heart i feel like i i don't know they don't want to kill the love of their life that's the problem why would anyone kill the love of their life yeah i could see why they would kill our hero but i don't know why our hero would kill them
1: like, what, what is the villain gonna do when they win? Well, what if from Tarn's point of view, it's like the person that they fell in love with isn't standing before them. Anymore. Yeah. Or right? it's like, you thought this, one, this person was one way and it's like, nope. What if they're both zombies? Untruth.
0: What if they're both zombies?
1: How did they both end up being zombies again?
0: Like, what if this is like vengeance? They both died at the beginning of the movie and now their okay. entire goal is to just kill whoever did it. We just watch them murder fairies, and like as they're stepping across this beautiful forest, it's getting more and more necrotic and fucked up. Like their existence is corrupting the forest, and like they're fucking killing unicorns and turning them into fucking monsters and riding black unicorns into doing of the villain. Fairy like, vill- villages. As the things get
1: yeah, and like I, as yeah, it goes, I, I like they're the, getting worse. Like, yes, and that's because of them like killing the guardians basically, and yeah. not because of like there being some like yeah
0: basically cal's on a quest for vengeance and they are using our hero to do that and slowly as the story progresses more and more of their soul is chipped away as they're killing more and more innocent creatures like we see our fucking elliot page stab a unicorn in the throat halfway through the movie Mm. and you're like that was fuck i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) and by the end of the movie they're like the most evil person ever like it's like fucking Revenge of the Sith in this shit. It's like they're with An. Like imagine if Anakin and Padme were together the whole movie and they were just killing people the whole time <laughs> until Padme yeah, had to stab Anakin in the chest.
1: You know that actually almost happens in the concept art for Revenge of the Sith. Padme takes matters into her own hands and takes a dagger oh, and the like, him. but she can't. But she can't bring herself to fucking attack him, and then that's when Obi Wan's on the up. ship and then he's like, "You turned her against me."
0: Yeah. Wow, so she really, he really did turn her against her in the original. Yeah. Damn. That explains why it comes out of nowhere later. Okay.
1: How long have we been discussing? I'm getting very tired.
0: About an hour and 10 minutes. We got to finish it.
1: Okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But an hour and 27 minutes.
0: Yeah. We got to finish it. So we got to figure this out. Okay. We, got, we still got a bunch of questions. So, okay. We, we got to figure out the basic idea here before we, before we finish up the whole thing really quick. Well, lightning round the ending, but we need to figure out what actually is going to happen here. So we have our whole cast. We have the safe haven. It's their camp. They get killed and then they both get up and they're on their quest for vengeance. This is the story we have right now that we're kind of figuring out. Two people who are in love. They both die and they come back to life out of vengeance. And their goal is to kill the people who killed them. So they're trying to like
1: get maybe it's like a mystery or it's like get to the bottom of things and stuff when they when they die and they wake up as revenants. Maybe at first they're in the afterlife and then it's like, no, we're still here. We need to get to the bottom of this. Maybe we need to go to this place and figure out who can help us. Yeah, they're trying to something figure like it that. out. They travel through and then like they see all these nature spirits that are attacking them because they're unnatural.
0: And then they're killing them. And then the twist at the end can be, oh, I have to kill my love because we're both monsters because we killed so many people along the way. That's fine. So if that's the case, then what if Cal and Torn, we introduce them, we introduce the fact that they're working for Na for Naya. She's talking with this elf king guy, and everybody gets killed. Whatever it is, they're revenants, right? The whole point of a revenant is a person who died and they come back to kill you out of vengeance, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe when Cal dies, they say some magic words and. Like we set up a MacGuffin, like all these, they're the love necklaces or whatever. Like they have, they're each wearing a half of a heart necklace or some shit. And like some item that they're both holding, like they both have a thing. That's the movie's beginning is like their neck, like, or like wedding rings. Like I'm going to marry you. So they give them this thing. What if
1: that's like the movie poster where it's like two halves of the amulet or whatever?
0: Yeah. Two, two halves of a heart necklace that are in a crack in the middle. Right. That's the poster is like a heart with a crack in the middle. And it's their necklace. I want it to be
1: like not a heart. I don't want it to be obvious. I yeah. want it to be like an intricate, like fairy, like dark fantasy kind of okay, angle cool. that's like split yeah. half. It's
0: like a yin yang, but like fairy style. Yes. Okay. Cool. So the two of them are in love. At the beginning, their entire camp gets destroyed. They're safe haven. And then they're on their quest to kill Dave Batista, who did it. And as they go to Dave Batista, the only way to kill him is to kill more and more of these creatures to get closer to him. And they're just killing these nature creatures over and over again until they get him out of like his hiding place, and then they kill him, and they fucking murdered the shit out of Dave Batista, and then what? <laughs> they both die. That's it. Their village gets destroyed. They kill the fairy king, and then they have to decide what to do. Then do they lay to rest or do they keep going? And Cal keeps going. Like they want more. Yeah. There's something more they want. I like um, that. Hmm. After they kill Dave Batista clearly cal needs to become the villain and then our hero needs to stop cal so what what could they do to be the villain like who else do they kill you know what i mean like what else do they what's the sin they commit at the end what's their anakin skywalker moment you know
1: yeah i don't know that's the
0: problem here this is the part in the writing process where it gets hard for a minute you got to figure out the key to solving the problem maybe if we go through the plot we can figure it out but like all right wait so where do they start in a camp how do they leave that camp? Dave Batista shows up with an army of Faye and kills them. Where do they go? Their mission is to find Dave Batista and kill him, right? Mm-hmm. They kill Dave Batista. That's how they lose. What happens after they kill Dave Batista? How do they lose? That's the ultimate question in a movie. What what happens after that? Because where they end up is them killing each other, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we get from this guy killed us, we need to kill him. They killed him. How do we get from them killing him to them killing each other? that's what we need to figure out that's our problem right now yeah once we figure that out the movie's done so
1: why did they need to kill each other
0: yeah why um... why does Cal like why does Cal need to die and you said your idea was it was they're corrupting the world around them right
1: yes it's like literally just like changed the world for the worst
0: okay so we're not gonna have Cal betray them then that's gone because we could have Cal betray them and then reveal like, Oh no, it was me all along. I killed all of us. I'm the one who did this. You're an idiot. Like the reveal, like the, like imagine seeing, um, Gwendolyn, Christine get stabbed Mm -hmm. by Elliot page and fall off a cliff into a pit. And then all that matters is climbing up the mountain and stabbing them in the throat. Like that's the, that's what if
1: Tarn is like the moral compass, you know? Okay. And then Calus feels like, that he doesn't need Tarn anymore
0: okay so maybe they're about to kill the king and there's more like he has kids
1: yes that would be interesting like, she, like the innocence go, of children
0: they go to his village right and they're gonna kill the guy who did this to them they're gonna take him out and right when they're about to kill him his kids run out and Cal wants to kill them and what if they do if torn is the moral compass right mm-hmm That's the that's the all is lost moment, right, is when they realize that Cal was the bad guy all along. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're going to do then? Cal is the bad guy all along. Yes. So each event in the movie should be Cal getting closer to the dark side, basically. Yes. We see the forest of the fairies or whatever, right? We see unicorns Mm -hmm. and fairies flying around. Everything's great. Happy fairy time. We see fucking Dave Batista, king of the fairies. We see Naya, head of the mercenaries. Uh, They're all hanging out. And then it cuts to sleeping Brienne, you know, uh, Torn yes. wakes up, breaks their alarm, goes outside, does their rounds or whatever. And then we find mm-hmm. out that, oh, they're in love with Cal and Cal's and them aren't supposed to be together. They're, they're Cal's bodyguard. And I was like, this is my, my son. Don't watch my son's back kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And then they're watching their back. And then the whole village gets attacked by that guy, by Dave Batista. The elves show up. And they kill everybody, and everybody dies. then cut to like ominous chanting like the beginning of fucking doom where it's like the fucking doom armor and shit like like rituals are happening, and then they fucking both come back right mm-hmm. they've been resurrected their goal now is to kill the person who did this, so together they need to get Dave Batista and kill him right mm-hmm. so maybe Dave Batista is like in like in some fairy dimension. Like, he's in the Feywild. He's in a fairy dimension. And, they're like, the only way to bring him back here is to, like, kill all these guardians. And if we kill all these guardians, he'll show up kind of deal. So, like, each time they got to fight a big monster, if they fight the big monster, then if they kill all the big monsters, then Dave Batista will show up. Or maybe it's, like, a spell they got to cast to get Dave Batista to show up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, their village is hidden, and the only way to get there is to kill all these creatures. So, like, they got to kill, like, a fairy dragon. They got to kill... Like, all, they got to collect all these magic things. And if they get all these things, they can go kill Dave Batista. That's the goal. And then they get all the things, and each time they get a thing, Cal is getting more and more evil. So, like, at first, it's whatever, but then it ends up with, like, the I like last it more when it's
1: subtle. Like, he is subtly being yeah. much more evil.
0: I think, yeah, it's more and more subtle. Like it's subtle at first, and they're just, like, killing things. And it's whatever. It's like, oh, the giant deer, the giant dragon thing, getting the items... And then they, like, kill a unicorn, and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird, but they kill the unicorn, and there's, like, a moment of Cal, like, enjoying it, and you're like, mm-hmm. ooh, what the fuck? And then they cast the spell. They go to the village where Dave Batista is, and they're burning down the elf village, and they get to his house, Damn. the village on fire, like, smoking flames behind them as they walk in, and they get, like, cool, epic, like, fucking badass music. They break mm-hmm. down Dave Batista's door, and he's standing there holding his kids. He's like guarding his children. And Cal fucking is gonna kill him and his kids. And our hero has to stop them.
1: Does that work? Do we do like an Anakin Skywalker like ignite lightsaber next yeah. scene? I like think that would be nice. I like the idea that maybe like Tarn like convinces Cal and Tarn leaves the room, like ready to move on. And then Cal's like, no. Nah.
0: Yeah. They were like, so the, as they leave the back. tent, the fucking tent blows up or some shit. They, I like
1: it more that it's like heavily implied that like Cal just waited until Tarn was gone so yeah. that Cal could take care of business. Okay. It's more like, don't do this. Okay. I won't do this. I'm right behind you. And then does it. Okay.
0: And then they turn around and they see dead kid. Yes. And dave batista crying holding his yes. dead kid then Damn. then what do we fucking have them confront each other do we i just i'm saying like this last act of the movie do we want it to be extended where like torn has to fight their way to cal and kill them or do we want them to just end it right there
1: um uh...
0: like the, i kind of like the idea of cal like ripping off their necklace and torn like fucking mm. dying like without the necklace they Damn. like rot away Like, Cal walks up to Tarn, rips off their heart necklace, and then Tarn's It was
1: their bond that kept each other alive. It
0: was their bond that kept each other alive, and then Tarn fucking dies. Like, rots in front of them, falls away, and dies. We see, like, it's complete darkness. And the movie could end there, but instead, the guardians they killed wake up Tarn, and they're like, we need you to stop this. The sins that he's committed are too far, you need to stop them. And then they bring Tarn back as, like, a hero. Like as like a fey spirit to fucking go and kill, kill Cal. And we get a cool action scene of them killing a bunch of people along the way. And then they make it to Cal and they have to fucking stab Cal in the chest, game of Thrones style. And that's how we end it with them stabbing Cal, holding the heart necklace in their hand as Cal dies. Um, And then Cal's like, I went too far. And then they both die. Yes. Okay. So recontextualizing the whole story so that it matches all that. Okay, Tarn, our hero, is played by Gwendolyn Christie. They are a badass warrior who don't take no shit. They're guts from Berserk. They're a mercenary, a bodyguard. They protect a person named Callius, Elliot Page, who is also kind of a badass. And they're all mercenaries, and they live in this caravan together, and they travel the world slaying monsters and doing good and evil and whatever. Whatever they do to get paid. They're hanging out, and then suddenly the entire village is attacked in the middle of the night by elf people, like these fairy people, fae. The entire village burns to the ground. They all die. The two of them have these, these necklaces that link together that show that they'll always be together. And they're both holding those necklaces and they lock them together and then they both die. Then one year goes by or a hundred years go by or whatever. And they come back and then they're like, I need your help. We need to go kill all these magic guardians. Get these items. If we get these things, we can go and kill the guy who did this. So they go to these ancient places, they kill all these creatures, that's the fun in games of the story, is them like, oh, they gotta kill a giant deer, they gotta kill a fucking dragon, they gotta kill a fucking unicorn, now they got the shit to go kill the guy, right? hmm They cast the spell, they go through a portal, they're in his village, they burn the village to the ground, they're gonna kill him and his kids, and then they're like, don't do this, and they say, I won't, and then they do it anyway. Yeah. And Torn runs in is like, don't do is trying to stop them. And they just rip off the necklace off of Torn's neck and then Torn dies and rots away in front of them. And then there's a brief darkness where you think the movie's over and then a light appears and you hear like the people that the the creatures that they killed together are talking to them. And they're like, we're going to bring you back if you kill them. And then they come back and they kill the love of their life and then they both die in each other's arms. The end. Does that work?
1: Yeah, I think that'll work.
0: Are you satisfied with that story that we came up with? Yeah. It would be both a good D&D campaign, a good video game, and a good movie. It all works. I know.
1: I, I thought I thought of, like, a D&D campaign stemming from this, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it would be a pretty cool video game. I would love to play a God of War-themed game of, like, you like resurrected, killing fucking fairy creatures, like fucking, um, like, Coloss- like Colossus, you know, the...
1: Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah,
0: Shadow of the Colossus, but um the person you're bringing back is with you the whole time at the end you have to kill them that's basically what we came up with um i think it's cool it's a cool story torn and callus they love each other but it turns out callus doesn't really love torn they're just using them you know mm. and then torn has to fucking kill the shit out of them and then the story ends torn is basically like a silent protagonist they talk but they're basically like a filler mm. for the audience they're doing all these things like they're doing the action and killing shit, but really the story is about Cal like bringing back the love of their life so that they can kill a man and eventually going too far by the end. Like that, I just love this scene halfway through the movie of fucking Elliot Page slitting a unicorn's throat.
1: <laughs> that would be dope.
0: Like this, the idea of that of like a unicorn, like like fucking um Gwendolyn Christine throws a spear at a unicorn like the unicorn's laying on the ground dying and they have to like put it out of its misery and then Cal runs up and fucking slits its throat and like puts the the, the blood in it like a cup and they're like it's part of the spell just imagine a shot of Elliot Page's face holding a cup under a unicorn's neck like blood's going in and behind them is Gwendolyn Christine and you just see Elliot Page smile a little bit and Gwendolyn looks sad and doesn't see the smile and that's how you know like oh no they're the bad guy and then they kill the kid and they're like oh shit you are the bad guy and not even that but you don't even love them you're just using them right because they literally rip the symbol of their love away and they rot away and die this is the story of a toxic relationship
1: yes okay all right I uh, think we can stop there yeah because I'm getting very tired yeah
0: I hope I hope you had fun I, I don't want to no I had a lot of fun okay. thank you for having me you're the best dude
1: yeah, um, so are you okay
0: You've said I'm valid like 15 times. I got to say, I like it. I like your, your valid line. You say it a lot. It's a new thing with you. I love it, man. It's good. It makes me feel good. <laughs> so, yeah, you're valid too, man. You're a true writer because you did write a movie with me today.
1: Yes, I kind of like how it goes.
0: Yeah, it's a great idea for a show, isn't it? But, yeah, that's, that's that. So, yeah, we came up with a story. The story of a strong woman and their non-binary love killing the shit out of fairies and unicorns until eventually they kill children, in which case (laughs) they kill each other. That's some real representation. True love. Pretty fucking fun, if you ask me.